On Giddy Up, Facing the Breeze, with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. And of course, Facing the Breeze, thanks to Garrett Horse and Houndfall of your Equine Essentials. G'day to you, Ants. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. We'll have to get Jack Trainer. I think we'll get him on next week. Um, so he's been calling me. There's been um, emails sent through to us here on Giddy Up, especially from Jack Callaghan. Um, they want Jack Trainer back as well, so we might have to organise him next week, Ants. Yep, yeah, but he's a pretty popular man. Uh, he especially is. with the females, so that'll increase the uh, yeah. 50% of the audience. <laughs> we need all the help that we can get. What a weekend of harness racing. I don't know where we'll start. We might start on Sunday. We had the heats of the Victoria Trotters derby. The locomotive was impressive, had a, had the perfect draw, but got the job done nicely. Um, and he looks pretty tough to beat, you would imagine. He's got to take on the Kiwi Love Me Too. He dominated his particular heat, won by 31 metres. So the Aussie star, the locomotive, taking on Love Me Too. Which team do you want to be in? Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good race, Gareth. I think London is the Brick's not out of it either. Like, his was a good run the other day. So I think yep. those three stand out. But the Kiwi did look very good. And um, what a feat it would be for Graham Rogers and, you know, all the galloping races he's won, the Cox Plate and the Melbourne Cup. And um, I'm not sure if he's won the Victoria Derby, but he's got a big show yeah. winning the Victoria Trotters Derby. We thought we would have been talking to Rogie here on a Tuesday morning with the breakfast with the stars at the Valley because that was, I think, going to be one of Sharp and Smart's star gallopers' um, big aims this spring. But unfortunately, he didn't come up this campaign. So he's got to win a Victoria Trotters derby now here in this country. Yeah, it was a shame. You know, for Sharp and Smart, he looks a really good horse, doesn't he? And just didn't um, come up as good as they hoped. So hopefully he's back, uh, you know, this time next year. And we've got the Redwood, which is the big two-year-old trotting race of the season but geez it's difficult to work out a redwood because it's a standing start for the two-year-old trotters and a lot of a lot of them are unknown this time around as well um and so it's nearly impossible really to do the form for a race like that but it's always a great spectacle the time-honored redwood yep yeah it's a great race gareth and as you said there's probably not a standout this year so you know manners will be the key as it normally is most years so uh yeah hard to pick a winner at this stage yeah the New Zealand Trotting Cup starting to heat up. We had one of the, the lead-up race meetings there yesterday at Ashburton with the Ashburton Flying Stakes. And, geez, he's going to be hard to beat Akuta because they don't really do what he did there the other day over the short trip. Bad draw. He said at last he made his move and then parked. And then he had a horse like Self-Assured on his back and he, he left them for dead. Geez, he was impressive. Yeah, he looks sort of head and shoulders above the Kiwis now, Gareth. You know, self-assured, he's probably put a little bit of a gap between, uh, you know, Akita and self-assured. And, yeah, he's just got the all-round game. He's a beautiful racehorse. He can relax and make his own luck. So I think he's the one to beat from that side of the ditch. And, you know, the Aussies are going to be interesting with, um, you know, Swayze and, uh, you know, Luke McCarthy's horse at Get Callaghan Drive. So uh, Spirit of St. Louis. So... Yeah, they're going to add a lot of interest to the race. So, you know, we just got to hope they get there in one piece. Yeah, the Aussie flavour will definitely add a lot to the New Zealand Cup, which is, of course, on the second Tuesday of November, um, the week after the Melbourne Cup. And today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Akuna's $2, Bet365. Swayze, $5. Jeez, the camp's bullish about his chances. And then... Like, 
when you watch the Victoria Cup, he was unlucky spirit of St. Louis. And they tell me he'll just ping the stand. He has to be a bet, doesn't he, at $23, Spirit of St. Louis. Like, there shouldn't be too much difference. Well, there shouldn't be that big of a difference between him and a horse like Swayze for mine. No, and he's a big race horse, Gareth. You know, he always turns up for the big occasion. He doesn't win too many of them, but he's always round about it. And he had a few standing starts in New Zealand before he came over. So he's, you know, had a bit of practice that side. And he's such a a lovely race horse, you know, and... He relies on luck a little bit, but, um, you know, as I said in the Victoria Cup, he pushes them over the line. So, you know, two mile, he, he should get you know get away and get a nice run. You know, he's always hard to hold out. So Republican Party was second. Kango was third. I thought Sal for sure was a touch disappointing. He's out to $11 now with Bet365 because he was given a peach there by Tony Hurley on the back of the coot and just couldn't go with him. Um, I tell you, there's a horse that I was watching those races yesterday um, Artie's Express for the Telford camp. It was four wide for a thousand metres, rolled to the front and led them a merry dance. She is some horse. Yeah, she's one of the best mares over there, Gareth. She uh, hasn't had many starts, but she hasn't been beaten too often. So, you know, she looks really exciting. That was a you know, massive run yesterday. It was a massive run. So it'll be fascinating to see what she does and um, how she... Well, where we see her next, maybe we'll see her in Australia as well. So bring on New Zealand Cup Day. And then in the, the feature trot, Muscle Mountain led, dictated turns for Benny Hope and led them a merry dance. So he's a superstar trotter. And it was great to see him win. Um, looking forward to Globe Derby on Saturday night. We had the heats of the trotters and South Australian Cup there um, last weekend. And I think it was on the Friday night. And... I'll tell you what, the team at Globe Derby and Harness Racing South Australia have done a wonderful job, Ants, because it was a sport that was in a little bit of trouble and it's still fighting its way back. But the way that they've gone about it this year and the fields that they are able to attract, I I thought they should be, like, in my humble, they they should be so proud of what they've been able to do there. Yeah, yeah, they've got some pretty good horses over Gareth and, you know, they changed the conditions a little bit this year where you had to go and race in the heats the week before. So, um... Well, there were a couple of uh, winning urine races, you know, a couple of weeks prior. But, no, it was good, exciting racing. And, you know, Shane Sanderson's going to play a big part in the pacing cup. He's got three runners, and they all went really well. So, um, you know, Shane's a great guy and popular with everyone. So, you know, hopefully he's hard to beat. The biggest talking point out of that night was Gator Pulicino's driving like a wildfire. She was suspended for five weeks. She just got a bit confused, I think, with how many laps. And um, it was a dollar forty favourite. He gets beat 30 metres. So that was the talking point, I guess, out of the race. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, unfortunate for Gator. You know, a lot of people have done it over the years. And especially, you know, the little tracks, it makes it harder. Especially uh, a lot of the races over there are the same starting point, but a lap less. So, um, you know... It's, uh, she'll be feeling it, but hopefully she can bounce back this week if she's driving. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Shane Sanderson's done really well, and he's he's kicking a few goals at the moment, Shane, and Ryan Sanderson in the gig had a big night. So looking forward to that night there. And then on Saturday night also at Melton, catch a wave and ladies of red go around in different races, but um, I still can't believe how big catch a wave was there the other day. No, he was massive in the Victoria Cup, Gareth. He looks right back to his best. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, standard uh, free-for-all this week and you'd think he's uh, going to be awfully hard to beat. 
Yeah, um, and ladies in red, I think that she probably needed that run there the other day. So um, be interesting to see how she goes. And then Major Delight's probably the, the highlight there in a way there on the Sunday at Tabcourt Park, Menangle, because we've got the finals there and the basically they're the New South Wales um, Breeders' Challenge finals there and some pretty handy fields, some big prize money up for grabs. But I think that she'll be the star attraction there, you would imagine, as Mark Pitt and Emma Stewart look to win another feature race. Yeah, she's a superstar, Gareth, isn't she? And, uh, you know, she looks a one to be. She's got, got the all-round game. And, um, so yeah, she'll take a bit of beating. And um, there's a bit of a Victorian interest in the two-year-old Colts as well with Pretty Tabor with a horse called Nathan Street. He's been really impressed in his last couple of runs. And, you know, I think he'll be hard to beat in the, in the boys' one. And it's also heading up across the Nullarbor. I like the move here, Ants. This is thinking, and I think that Mick Radley and Rawa came to the conclusion that with the jam-packed scheduling these days, it's going to be difficult to get some interstate horses for their carnival just because there's too much happening with the New Zealand Cup and then the Hunter Cup. And then, of course, you've got a race like um, um, the Miracle Mole quickly approaching and then the Inter Dominions in December. But they still might get some interstate representation because horses can fly over with the thoroughbreds for their carnival, then fly back. So that pacing cup, which will be held now during the Fleming or during the, the, the pinnacles, which is the thoroughbred carnival in WA could see some interstate representation, which would be terrific there for the WA pacing cup. That's thinking outside the square, moving with the times and, um, moving against tradition, understanding that you need to put your race in the best possible place to create turnover, but to get the best possible field. And I think that they've done that. Yeah, and it's always a great carnival, Perth. And they race for, you know, so much money. And so it's really good if they get a couple of interstaters. It just adds so much interest. And, um, you know, it's not easy to win over here, you know, going to the Wild West. But, uh, you know, plenty of horses have gone over and done it in the past. So it'd be great to see a couple go. And, um you know, for that money, you know, why wouldn't you? Have you got a winner for us, Ants, this week? Um, got a pretty busy week, Gareth. I think Young Gifted and Black will be hard to beat on Thursday night at Ballarat. All right, then we'll cross her fingers. Last time we backed her, she galloped. But when you'll be driving, is that right? Yep, yep, I'm on. Beautiful. You're young and gifted. There's no doubt about that. Good on you, Ants. Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate your time as always. And go and get them this week. It's another big week of harness racing. Can't wait for it. Thanks, Gareth. There we go. There is Anthony Butt, and that is uh, Facing the Breeze, thanks to Garrett's Horse and Hound, stocking the largest range at the best prices. Make sure you visit horseandhound.com.au.